G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. It never ceases to amaze me at how good we are at deluding ourselves into thinking that our actions don't have consequences. We're really quite good at this, you know, truly. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome to the program today as we continue with the next message in this series called On Solid Ground. And please do stay tuned because in just a few minutes I'll be telling you about our free daily devotional Fresh to help you live your life in the victory that Jesus died and rose again to bring you. Last week on the program we spent some time talking about the fact that when the storms of life hit as as they inevitably do, what we need is some solid ground beneath our feet. It's a scary place to be at on a stormy ocean. We're not made for that. We're made to be on solid ground. And we began looking at a story of some people, a woman called Hannah and her son Samuel, and some priests, Eli, his sons Hophni and Phinehas. Now Hannah, he was a woman who honoured God, and God honoured her in return. These priests, on the other hand, though they should have known better, they didn't honour God. And as we'll see on the program today and the rest of this week, Those guys reaped their just reward. And the reason we're looking at this story of these people is that when we're in the midst of a storm, we so often lose our bearings. We so often lose sight of those things that really matter. And for me, as I've spent some time in that story, it's, well, it's helped clarify some things, brought them into sharp focus. And my hunch is that as we spend some time during the course of this week, you might find the same too. Now, let's just briefly recap on this story. Hannah is a woman. She's married to Elkanah. Elkanah has two wives, Peninnah, who has children, and Hannah, who doesn't. And Peninnah constantly taunts Hannah about not having children. Incredibly painful thing. So Hannah goes and pours her heart out to God. And you can read all about this in the first few chapters of 1 Samuel in the Old Testament. Hannah goes and pours her heart out to God in the temple, and she discovers peace. It's what always happens when we do that. And ultimately, God blesses her and gives her a son. But Eli is the priest at the temple. He's the chief priest at the time. And he mistakes what Hannah's doing. He thinks she's drunk. And Eli and his sons, Hophni and Phinehas, well, they're bad dudes. They've been plundering sacrifices. They've been not honouring God. There's a real contrast between the two, between Hannah and her family on the one hand and Eli and his family on the other. Hannah the nobody, Eli the chief priest. See, that's the thing we so often miss in life. God is hidden. God's invisible. We we forget about him. We go on living our lives and wondering why things are going from bad to worse. And in the middle of this story, last week we stumbled across this verse, the verse when God was pronouncing his judgment on Eli and his sons. 1 Samuel 2, verse 30, God said, Those who honour me I will honour, and those who despise me will be treated with contempt. See, this is the kind of pivot on which this whole story turns. And this week on the program, we're going to look at how things turn out for Hannah and for Eli. And there's a sharp contrast in their approach to God. And I've got to tell you, there is a sharp contrast in how things turn out for both of them. 
It tells us a lot about God. It clarifies the confusion that we might have in the midst of our storm. And you see, when we get that clarity, when we finally see it from God's perspective, we get our feet back on solid ground. Well, let's start today with Hannah. This woman, the pain of not having children and the taunts from the other wife and and, and childless couples all over the world know how painful this is. So she goes to God, she pours out our heart. Let's, let's have a look at it again. 1 Samuel chapter 1, beginning at verse 9. Once they'd finished eating and drinking in Shiloh, Hannah stood up. Now Eli the priest was sitting on a chair by the doorpost of the Lord's temple. In the bitterness of her soul, Hannah wept much and prayed to the Lord. And she made a vow, saying, O Lord Almighty, if you will only look upon your servant's misery and remember me and don't forget your servant, but give her a son, then I will give him back to the Lord for all of the days of his life, and no razor will ever be used on his head. Then she went her way and ate something, and her face was no longer downcast. So she pours out her heart and have a look at the thing that happens straight after that, beginning at verse 19. Early the next morning they arose and they worshipped before the Lord, and then they went back to their home at Ramah. And Elkanah lay with his wife Hannah, and the Lord remembered her. So in the course of time, Hannah conceived and gave birth to a son. She named him Samuel, saying, Because I asked the Lord for him. When the man Elkanah went up with his family to offer the annual sacrifices to the Lord to fulfill his vow, Hannah didn't go. She said to her husband, Look, after the boy is weaned, I'll take him up and I'll present him before the Lord, and he'll live there always. Well, do what seems best to you, Elkanah, her husband told her. Stay here until you've weaned him, only may the Lord make good his word. So the woman stayed at home and nursed her son until she'd weaned him. After he was weaned, she took the boy with her, young as he was, along with a three-year-old bull and an ephah of flour and a skin of wine, and brought him to the house of the Lord at Shiloh. When they'd slaughtered the bull, they brought the boy to Eli. And she said to him, As surely as you live, my Lord, I am the woman who stood here beside you praying to the Lord. I prayed for this child, and the Lord has granted me what I asked of him. So now I give him to the Lord. For the whole of his life he will be given over to the Lord. And she worshipped the Lord there. See, Hannah had this impossible problem, this impossible prayer. It was a humble, heartfelt prayer, and God honours that. We, We so underestimate the power of humble prayer a prayer from the heart, a prayer that just lays it out before God the way we see it and the way we feel it. God honours that. And when he honours her with the impossible, she honours God back and gives her son over to God for the rest of his life. Easy to gloss over that story, but can you imagine what motivates her? Her her incredible heart to honour God. So she does. She honours him by giving up the one thing she desired most, her son. And what's more, she gives her most precious to be under the wicked Eli and his sons. Figure that out. Not exactly a great strategic choice. This young, impressionable kid, but but God honours those who honour him. And the more we honour God, the more he honours us. Look at this. 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 19. The Lord was with Samuel as he grew up. And let none of his words fall to the ground. And all of Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, recognized that Samuel was attested as a prophet of the Lord. The Lord continued to appear at Shiloh, and there he revealed himself to Samuel through his word. And the word of Samuel came to all of Israel. See, God honored her in her storm because she honored him. Young Samuel went on to become the chief priest, the prophet, the judge over all of Israel. Why? Because this nobody... This, this woman, Hannah, honoured 
God. So simply, just just by going to him in her grief, not by acting badly, not by shaking her fist, not by throwing a tantrum, but by pouring her heart out to God and by trusting him. It must have seemed such an insignificant thing to do, such a powerless thing to do. I, I, I can't fall pregnant. I can't have a child. All I can do is weep before God so she does that. In the face of this big, ugly, impossible storm, the pain of being childless, the taunts of Peninnah, the impossibility, but for God, nothing is impossible. God honours those who honour him. She honoured God in her naivety. She gave young Sam over to Eli, and even there, in that impossible situation, God honoured her, and he honoured the young boy called Samuel. God honours those who honour him. And those who despise him will be treated with contempt. It's so simple. It's so powerful. You know, we ignore this at our peril. God is a good God. He honors those who honor him. We love sharing the gospel with as many people as possible so they can experience a real and tangible relationship with Jesus. So before we go, I'd like to tell you about a free daily devotional to help you and your friends draw even closer to him. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement. And the best news is that it's completely free, delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. Completely up to you. It's God's word, fresh for you each day. To receive your free e-devotional, just jump onto the website freshdevotional.org. You'll see the fresh e-devotional sign-up waiting right there for you. And as a bonus, I'll also send you a free copy of my e-book, How Can I Hear God Speak to Me? So head across to that website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. That web address, in case you missed it, is freshdevotional.org. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 